to the fucking holiday hangover. Two ham on the holidays. <laughs> it's what you're supposed to do. You can't do it sober. If you wake up and you don't hate yourself on the first, then you fuck around and did it wrong. you're supposed to drink a whole bottle of wine by yourself. No, you're supposed to drink two or three. You, and you make it sound like you were drinking by yourself. No, uh, I was there drinking with you. You were drinking the wine, though. I did that by myself. <laughs> Mistakes were made. Welcome to the Nightmare Box, presenting... Mistakes were made. <laughs> If I had timed that right, that would have been brilliant. I don't know why I did that with my hand. My name is Brett Bloom. I'm sitting across from the beautiful, the effervescent, the holiday hangover, Kristen Pennington. It's true. And we're here to do some fucking work for you. It is the first as we record this. We don't take any time off. We recorded on Christmas. We're recording on the first. We doing this all on my over. <laughs> recorded on your birthday. We're probably going to record on my birthday. It gets done. The work happens one way or the other. I'm sorry. I'm dwindling i'm picking up the homework assignment okay <laughs> mistakes were made. mistakes were made i couldn't you know procrastinate on my behalf too much longer either because by the time this comes out uh the homework assignment's already live on the website and they've got a week <laughs> before they're gonna hear it so yeah so how are you feeling you should, you should be checking out the website regularly so that's your bad if you weren't aware it yeah. was already there and what's that website TheNightmareBox.blog. And what'd you do with that website today, Kristen Pennington? I added some more photos to it. Hell so, yeah. Um, which we've got the short stories on there. We've got um, the dolls on there. We've got the homework assignments. We've got a lot of things. Uh, you can hopefully buy Brett's book. For some reason, yeah. that link is down right now. We'll get that added back. <laughs> we'll get it sorted. <laughs> Um, but but yeah. if you can, it'll be on the bottom right-hand side, and you send me ten dollars, I'll send it to you anywhere in the world. It's a tiny book, so don't you know flame me for that. But uh, but yeah, we've uh, been kind of adding photos and stuff. I already had some photos of some of the gear that I own and use. So you guys can kind of check that out and get an mm -hmm. idea of um, how I pull off some of the stuff that I do. But uh, I decided to start adding still frames from the work that we've done. Yeah. So. You guys can like literally see like how we pulled off some of the shots that we did and what they looked like. So I've got stills from the dolls on there right now and one or two stills from our December homework assignment. Mm -hmm. So feel free to check that out. You can kind of, you know, see how Brett and I pulled off the stuff that we did. There may or may not eventually be outtakes because yeah. there have been some ridiculous moments. <laughs> so. uh, and... I don't know when this drops, but um, it's the 7th, right? Was our secondary deadline for the film? Yeah, I think so. Um, so that'll be coming out soon if it's not already out. I'm not sure what day this drops, but it'll be out soon. At least a rough cut um, of the film. Because so. yeah. we learned a thing or two <laughs> this month. And uh, we're reevaluating how we're going to work these. We don't know if every month's going to be a film, if every other month is going to be a writing assignment that Kristen and I both do, and then we read on here, you know. Um, we're still feeling our way around. The homework is... I'm that sorry, guys. The this, yeah. My bad. I turned it on and thought it would be done in time. Yeah, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> but this month's uh, homework assignment is significantly shorter so it should be easier to shoot and it's not as complex i think we dove into it way too hard well the nature of it too i think because you only have to worry about half of the element yeah. that goes into filmmaking is going to make this assignment ideally film-wise easier mm -hmm. i have a feeling it's going to be more difficult for you writing wise it'll be interesting because <laughs> i was it'll thinking that when i proposed that can i, I read like, the the yeah. thing? 
Yeah, because right now the audience doesn't understand <laughs> what we're talking about. Speaking They're like, what do you mean purpose. you only have to do half of the filmmaking? <laughs> um, so this is what we've got up on the website for right now. The guidelines haven't changed except for the dates and the title of the email and the last paragraph remains the same, frankly, because I was also a little hungover today and I didn't <laughs> know how to reword the exact same thing that nobody you know sent in for in the first month. Um, so it's this is the second assignment, and Kristen and I have been racking our brains for a new and interesting challenge. As we step into the year 2020, you may have noticed an influx of social media posts praising what we in America refer to as, quote, the Roaring Twenties. This decade has been romanticized for good reason in film, book, and television shows. What is oftentimes overlooked amongst the struggles, styles, and successes of this time period, however, the emergence of what we refer to as the talkies. Uh, however, the talkies did not arrive in the decade until the release of The Jazz Singer in 1927, which means that many of the classics from that time period were silent films. This month, as an homage to our entering the roaring 20s of our own, we challenge you to reimagine the concept of the silent film. As always, there's no submission fee, there's no award money, this is simply an opportunity for you as a filmmaker or a writer to flex your creative muscles and come to your craft in a new way with the intention being that we can all grow from the experience. So what we're shooting here, guys, is uh, a silent film, but it's kind of got a bit of a twist to it. It's not completely silent. I'm not asking you to hold up placards, but if you want to do that, go for it. It's a fucking <laughs> 20s movie. Um, so you're not allowed to have any dialogue or music. What are we allowed to have, Kristen? So um, I believe the like proper term for it is diegetic sound but um just the ambient noise of the setting so diegetic yeah i'm pretty sure that's the actual proper term for not it not dianetics um, like the scientology no, stuff diegetic oh. i believe is a uh, if i'm not confusing it cuz I, I know diegetic is either naturally occurring sound or not I'm like a dishwasher sure. yeah like the dishwasher <laughs> so um yeah, the ambient noise of the location. If you have cars mm -hmm. driving by, if you have children in the background screaming, if you have Jack slurping water, yeah. you know, um, those type of noises are allowed. And I will also allow fully um, work. So if you're not familiar with the term... Um, it's F-O-L-E-Y. Yeah. Fully, yeah. And we um, included a link in the posting on the website so you can go look and watch a really fantastic little video that kind of mm -hmm. explains fully work. Um, I do not expect anyone to do fully work to the professional extreme that the people yeah. in this video are doing it because they are professional fully artists. But um, if you're not familiar with the term, um, fully artists are people who create sounds and sound effects and stuff for movies mm -hmm. so um there's an example at the beginning of the film where there's a dog walking by and it sounds like the sound of the yeah. dog's nails clicking on the ground and it's actually this lady wearing gloves with um paper clips taped to the gloves and she's just tapping the gloves mm -hmm. on the table so you can create sounds for the film you cannot create music so yeah. music producers out there don't think you can go create a song that's cheating unless you want to do it like fantasia where it's like sweeping the broom on the floor knocking yeah. something Maybe. against the wall you Maybe. know i that would be an exception <laughs> i would be for yeah. it's technically a foley effect yeah uh, so, but it's not actual music music yeah so you can you can use naturally occurring sounds in the setting that you're in you can create sorry for the dishwasher guys that's my <laughs> bad uh, you can create sounds on your own, like if you want to create like a gunshot sound or 
I'll even allow, if you go to a sound effects library and download like a gunshot sound or stuff mm -hmm. like that, you can add those type of sounds. Well, you mentioned a, the interesting way to make the gunshot would be like taking two bricks and slapping them yeah, together. Yeah, that's what they do. Mm -hmm. um, I'm pretty sure a lot of the time when Foley artists are doing it, they take two big bricks and smack them together and it um, creates a sound very similar. I know um, stabbing sounds, they usually stab like melons and mm -hmm. big fruit and stuff like that. They'll take a knife and just stab a melon because it's that similar squishy, fleshy yeah. sound. So you can do stuff like that. Um, you can use sounds from sound effect libraries. You cannot use any dialogue of any kind <laughs> and you cannot use music. So your challenge there is to tell the story without actually saying a word. Mm -hmm. The literal definition of show don't tell kind of now that I think about it. Um, <laughs> And this film, to wrap up the themes that we're trying to cover for it, has no specific genre once again. So if you want to do a horror film, if you want to do a rom-com, um, if you want to do some like weird eraser head thing that nobody fully understands as like an art concept, you fucking go for it. Yeah. Do you have experience with this kind of project before? Um, I did a project while I was still in school where it was meant to be focused on sound design and um, I did actually technically cheat. There was, well, it wasn't really cheating. There was actually music in mine. Yeah. But again, and I'm not allowing this in ours. So don't pull this shit in ours. Um, don't do what we did. <laughs> don't do what I did. Um, our professor said you could have diegetic sound, so sound that was literally naturally occurring mm -hmm. in the setting. So I had my little um, Bluetooth speaker yeah. sitting on the counter, and I very clearly showed a shot of the Bluetooth speaker powering on, and mm -hmm. then it started playing music on it. And I did not cheat and go back and upload a song file. I literally used the sound I recorded right there live, playing from my Bluetooth speaker, so... The beginning yeah. of my video. I like big butts and I cannot lie. <laughs> it was actually build me up, Buttercup. <laughs> build me up. Buttercup, buttercup. Um, but that was playing at the very beginning of my song, and then I mm -hmm. had it kind of fade out, and then it was just uh, like it was like a little cooking video. I did like the sounds of chopping, the sounds of water boiling, and stuff like that. So um, that's not a terribly interesting. Uh, a way to go about this video, so I wouldn't recommend doing yeah, that. I we're mean. trying to get a plot going. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. an actual story. Like, we want an actual film mm -hmm. with a plot line and characters that, you know, have a purpose and all that. Uh, this video that I had to do for school was literally just the purpose of creating a video where you focused on the sound of the video. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I've never done an actual film film that had, like, a plot line with no dialogue, so this will be new for yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be fun to write. <clears throat> is it forces me as the writer in the situation to have to write it without any dialogue mm -hmm. and I can't guarantee that the noises that I want are going to happen you know when I want them I just kind of have to think of where I want the shots done yeah, and imagine want. the noises that I would imagine I would hear <laughs> where like you I've want got, the tension to build yeah and... like I've got one shot that I know for sure right now which is we've got this the cemetery in town is in the industrial district it's literally across the street from this railroad yard and every morning the trains start pulling out and I would love a shot of from the cemetery of the trains pulling past the cemetery. Yeah. Especially squeaking yeah. tires on yeah. the track. Especially sound. like in this weather because it's the snow out here in Montana just fucking blankets everything and 
kills all the all the noise. It, it, it gets quieter out here at nighttime than any other place I've ever lived. Yeah. So I think that would be really cool. That would be cool. And the it's a five to eight minute as opposed to our ten to fifteen because I'm stressing Kristen the fuck out. Well, too, I think a, a silent film is a lot harder to make interesting for longer mm-hmm. and. Um, well, the initial ones were only like 45 seconds, and it would be like, a man walks out door, you yeah. know, and they would pack a theater out. <laughs> or, um, oh man, I'm blanking on the term for it. Um, shoot, what are they called? Like the original films that were literally just one long take, and yeah. that's all that it was. Like I'm the elephant getting it. electrocuted. I was thinking of the workers leaving the factory, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little less morbid. Well, well, I think that's one of the first silent films right was edison so, yeah. electrocuting the, was it edison electrocuting the uh, so, yeah. the elephant yeah. yeah go check that one out it's nutty <laughs> it's nutty in a vaudeville kind of way yeah uh for hours definitely do more than just one shot though Don't can we electrocute an elephant no okay <laughs> can't blow up a car can't electrocute an endangered species no no you can't <laughs> you can't do anything you want brett i know <laughs> But yeah, the purpose of this is um, we are making a little shorter just because I've never made a silent film and, you know, I imagine it's going to be more difficult and I'm sure, especially if we have people that have never really shot much of anything before wanting to participate, we don't want to, like, make this harder than it has to be. So, yeah, we're doing a shorter timeline on it, but it is kind of, like Brett said, we're going into the 20s, an homage to that mm-hmm. history of filmmaking. So um, I have some fun facts about silent films. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. No, that's the, the... Kristen has all the show notes from here on out, so we are... I literally only have show notes about silent films. Exactly. So, uh... <laughs> no, we're going to talk about all different kinds of shit, but it's mostly going to be pertaining to the homework assignment. I'm sorry that the fucking dishwasher... No. <laughs> <laughs> It's not making for a silent background, <laughs> but think of it as background noise or whatever, ambient, Di- Dianetics diagetic. noise, diegetic <laughs> noise, Foley, Chris Farley noise. <laughs> no, Chris Farley's quieter than that dishwasher because <laughs> he's fucking dead. Ugh. So silent films. <laughs> um, Chris Farley was not in any silent films. Why are you making my life harder? <laughs> you get flustered and it makes me laugh inside. <laughs> so, um, silent films were films with no synchronized recorded sound. Yeah. Uh, in particular, there was no recorded uh, audible dialogue with them. Um, they would hold up the placards, right? Yeah, they, mm. they would have title cards. So the, the important plot points and um, the dialogue and stuff were what they called title cards they would just be like a scene or a blank Mm -hmm. screen that would have you know words on it and they would kind of explain what was going on but uh silent film is a bit of a misnomer uh these were not actually silent films um almost all of them had a live uh orchestra or a piano player or organist or something like Playing I remember music. there being something on the few that I've watched, and I think it's always the piano playing. Yeah, in the and those yeah. were uh, to like cover the mood, so it would speed up when people were running, and it would slow down. Yeah, and, yeah. and those were um, for the most part in the beginning, either a person live in the theater playing music along to the movie, or um, I think later on they would do recorded sound that would just play through speakers, mm-hmm. and somebody would just have to like play the movie and play the speaker, you know. 
Um, and sometimes they would have someone narrate the title cards for the audience yeah. to kind of help make it more entertaining for them. Well, back then, a lot of people couldn't read, too, so that probably had a huge part of it. Yeah, Everybody true. had, like, a fifth-grade education. They are like, the What's cat in the hat. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this era basically began in the mid-1890s and lasted until the late 1920s, and like Brett said earlier, um, talkies or talking pictures mm -hmm. kind of came about whenever the jazz singer was released, and that was in 1927. It was not the first movie to have recorded sound actually on the film. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the name of the first one. I didn't write it down, but they didn't have any dialogue. It was just music that was recorded mm -hmm. and put on the film strip. So the jazz singer was the first movie that ever had actual dialogue. And um, they originally didn't intend for that. Uh, the actor that was playing the main character kind of ad-libbed talking while they were doing the singing bit. Yeah. So um, it's actually only isolated moments in the film where there's any dialogue. So it's not like the whole thing mm -hmm. is recorded sound. But um, it is the first film ever to have dialogue on the film strip and music also and then they still had title cards and stuff too but began hell yeah uh, talking pictures do we know who acted in that one by chance owl something i didn't write it down <laughs> to owl <laughs> uh but yeah so our our challenge is based on the fact that silent films were still around until the early to mid 1920s so hell yeah uh the whole point of this project is to see how well we can all tell a story with no dialogue, no dialogue and no music available to help us convey a mood i'm sorry i got a notification on my phone while you were wrapping that up uh saying that our stats are booming over at the nightmare box stop blog that <laughs> i, I, I I'm not logged into it, so I'm not going to dick around with it right now, but apparently <laughs> you guys are on the website looking at the homework assignment, so I hope that you're, you know, kicking ass, <laughs> taking names with it. Filming shit. What else we got? Those are all my show notes. I told you all I had was show notes about silent films, but... You, all you had was show notes about a silent but, film. You just told me about but, the jazz singer. But we're going to talk yeah. about ways that you can convey <laughs> uh, the mood and the story and stuff without having to use dialogue. Okay. So... <laughs> Like, I, I thought it was going to take way longer than three and a half minutes. <laughs> I was banking on like the next 20 minutes learning all different kinds of shit about silent film. <laughs> I don't like silent films. I don't think they're that interesting. Okay, don't do that. We have got a whole homework assignment that is based around the concept of the silent film. You well, can't just tell the audience you don't enjoy the motherfuckers. Oh, well, thank not, you, dishwasher. It's not literally silent, so... We're going to figure out together how to make them interesting. Okay, I'm so, down. What's your first idea? Well, um, which they had talking and stuff in it, so that's not really a true example. But, like, a really great recent example is A Quiet Place. Like, I don't know if you've seen that I've, or I've not. not. I've, I'm but, not familiar with the concept. But, yeah. I mean, they did have music in the movie, so it's not really, like, true to what the homework assignment is. And there were moments definitely where the characters talked and stuff. But a, a huge portion... Is that the Sandra Bullock? No, that's, that's a Bird Box, bird box yeah. which gave me anxiety, too. <laughs> but, um, no, A Quiet Place is, like, a movie that's 
based around the concept that these characters can't make a bunch of noise. They're in the house, yeah. And out, like, they mm-hmm. go out walking around to find food and supplies and stuff like that, too, and they can't make very much noise because these creatures that... They never really explain where they came from, I don't think, but these creatures that are, like, inhabiting the Earth have, like, mass-slaughtered society because they, they can't yeah. see. That's how they detect things is through noise. So if you make noise, you die. So... I wish that was the way it was in most of the world. <laughs> Be kind of hard to podcast. You know what else happens on your birthday? This <laughs> 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 gets taken out by a goddamn trap. It's a little hard for us to podcast, though. We'd have to soundproof the house so nobody could hear us. I mean, nobody's hearing us now. Okay. <laughs> Why are you demotivating me? I'm trying I'm, to be positive. I know. I know. Okay. <laughs> trying to fit one. That candy has kicked in. The candy <laughs> kicked you, in. Gave you chocolate. I was yelling over the dishwasher for the first 15 minutes, and I think, you know, here I am. Okay. <laughs> Back in the podcast mode. You were saying, my dear. Saying, um, A Quiet Place was a movie that, like, especially, like, out in the wilderness and in, like, the tense moments where the characters yeah. weren't allowed to make any noise, the film very heavily relied on for the most part silence like you could hear like the air and the atmosphere and stuff but other than that um not a film with a whole whole lot of noise to it mm-hmm. and it was a very tense movie to watch like i did not sit there and watch it and think this is boring no, i love those long moments of just no dialogue that, yeah again my favorite film no country there are massive spans where nobody says a goddamn word it's just a dude looking through binoculars at antelope Putting them back down, getting closer, and then seeing all the Mexicans dead in all their trucks and putting it down. Well, like in A Quiet Place, um, the characters learn sign language so they could talk to each other because it's a a mother and a father and their three children. And the mom is currently pregnant with their fourth child, I think, if I'm remembering right. And um, they've, like, gone through all this effort to try to soundproof part of their house because they know they're going to have a baby and they've got to keep the baby quiet Mm -hmm. and stuff. And... um, there's a scene where they're out, like, in town, like, foraging for supplies and stuff like that. And one of the kids, like, wants this little, like, model spaceship or something like that. And the dad's like, no, you can't have it. It makes too much noise. Yeah. Um, Like, signing all this to him. And then the big sister's like, you know what? Whatever. You can have it. It's all right. And gives it to him because she takes the batteries out. And she's mm-hmm. like, no batteries, no noise. You're good. The kid snatches the batteries and they're walking back to the house and that's like the only sound in all of the sequence that's happening because this is like the opening of the film. Yeah. Sorry to spoil it for you. Because <laughs> um, the whole beginning of the film is just them out foraging. Complete silence. And the only time you hear like any serious noise is when they're crossing the bridge to go back to their house. The kid has put the batteries into it and it's a toy that makes noise yeah. and you hear like the sound of like... The rocket, like, doing its thing, yeah, and then everybody just kind of freezes and turns around, and you don't hear anything. You don't hear, like, mom screaming or any mm. noise being made. It's just dad panicking, trying to run to get the kid before the kid gets snatched, and the, the kid gets snatched. God and damn. that's the only sound in that whole scene is just this toy rocket thing, like, that going off. That sounds beautiful. I have to watch this movie. It's a really good movie, but it's, like, like a film that very purposely only used this one moment of noise and it's I'm watching this movie this month <laughs> this week I might go over to Walmart right now drunk drive my ass over there but they they it's I mean if you think about it like a, a kid's toy is a relatively innocent sound yeah. normally like you don't think of that but as after being all that tension that one yeah. noise means so much yeah you don't yeah. think of that as normally being something that's like sinister and that's kind of why like for hours you know 
I want to still use like natural occurring sounds because you can play with those and yeah. really convey very specific moods depending on how you do it. And like with that one, it was like silent, silent, silence. This kid's toy going off and you're like, oh, fuck, that no, kid's about to die. Well, it's interesting because what makes the great films are the purposeful shots. We've talked about that before, but I never think about purposeful sound. Mm -hmm. Like, so putting those two um, elements together would, no, you, that's perfect. Yeah, That, and that is the perfect shot. I'm not... I'm not an audio not even person. seen it. Just <laughs> having it described to me, I'm like, that is... <laughs> it's a yeah. it's a really good movie. And you have, like, the whole scene where she's, like, giving birth yeah. and, like, trying to be quiet and stuff. Well, it's like, crazy. I am legend. Like, he doesn't talk to anybody but his dog mm -hmm. and the mannequins the until, mannequin, like, the yeah. last, like, half hour of the film. Like, you spent almost an hour in complete silence oh. with the exception of Bob Marley. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in a while. i got to rewatch yeah. that. It was but like a good when movie. It's so quiet, and then just him raising his gun up when he's hunting the antelope at the beginning of the thing. Um, like, just the sound of his sling on his rifle is mm -hmm. so fucking loud in that yeah. moment. And, and like I said, I'm not an audio person. I'm not really great with audio, so... To some extent, I feel like this will be an easier challenge for beginners because you don't have to worry about recording dialogue, but it also gives you a chance to practice purposeful audio. Well, unless you're a writer, and then it just became a fucking nightmare. <laughs> it's like, write a silent script. I don't... Oh, God. I'm panicking. <laughs> yeah, my bad. <laughs> I was thinking that whenever I proposed it. I, I basically like... wrote a silent film already. I only had like three lines in the one that's coming out on the 7th. Um, well. <laughs> that was just because yeah. I needed a tracking shot. Like, that's the whole reason. One location, tracking shot. Now it's as many locations as you can want, but you can't say anything. You have to convey yeah. a horror concept. Without recreating well, a quiet anymore. place. That's just your preference. It's, it's what I am. <laughs> like, I've got an idea. I've got a couple of ideas, and I'm going to have to get it done this weekend, uh, real time. So, like, <laughs> by the fourth or fifth or whatever it is. Um, third or fourth. Um, <laughs> One of these days. Yeah, to keep everything on schedule. But you'll have a script before this other film releases, and, you know. You'd be like, okay, boom, here, now it's your fucking problem. <laughs> uh, yeah, my bad. Uh, do you think it'll be harder for you as a writer? Like, a lot harder? Because, I mean, a lot of your stuff that you write is, um, which I feel like that's hard to translate to. That, well, that's like, the problem, is, like, my writing writing is a lot of... Internal dialogue. Internal dialogue. It's not external stuff, yeah. so... But, like, I've got a whole story. I can't remember if it made it in the book or if it's one that I had up on the website about a guy who obsesses over a girl and he sits on a park bench every day and he waits for her to leave and then he stabs her to death. Yeah. And I think it's literally. It's all his thoughts, you yeah. know, just explaining why he's on the porch that day, you know, sitting at not the porch, the bench. And watching this beautiful girl walk by, and he's like, 51, 51, 51, no, 52, 52. And then he jumps out and fucking stabs her to death in front of everybody. And yeah. that's like the only moment where any part of him is in, in contact with all the people around him. But it's not like there was a man sitting on the park bench. It's like, I'm sitting on a park bench. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which gives you... 
you know, a lot more intimacy to the character um, than how I'm going to have to write this, which is he does this. He he wipes the sweat off his brow, but you can't well, to be fair, even have so much of a phone call of him getting fired. You know? <laughs> yeah. Why is he upset? I have to be able to convey... Well, you can show those things, like email or whatever, but, I mean, to be fair, with film... Yeah, it's always written. You might have just fixed my problem. <laughs> Email. Yes. <laughs> bills. I've got bills all day. Just make a big stack of bills and then just have a dude shoot himself in the fucking industrials area across but, from the um, cemetery. I'm there. Five minute short film about suicide. <laughs> Why do I have to make two films about suicide back to back? I'm not suicidal anymore. I don't know. <laughs> it's, to be fair, with film, like, yeah, it's written in third person, but you can depending on how you shoot it, still give that first-person perspective. Like, you can put the audience in the character's shoes, um, depending on how you choose to shoot it and the perspectives and stuff. So you can, to some extent, shoot Mm -hmm. a first-person-ish film without literally being, like, handheld digital footage. We're running around from the monster in the sky. (laughs) I'll figure it out. <laughs> Got no doubts. Now my brain's changed in a whole different direction. I'm I'm ready to rock and roll, baby. Let's do this shit. Can I, can we get a shot of me slapping you in the loud crack of the slap just yeah. for fun? It's <laughs> two bricks. <laughs> no, I'm thinking about and I and I don't know how I would work it, but like getting a shot of you filming me filming you, where it's like yeah. That's what? where I am. Filmception. Yeah. I, I, I write the script, okay? You can try to fuck me all day with the assignment <laughs> itself. At the end of the day, I put it on the table and you go, I have to figure out how to film that. And that is a you problem at a certain point. <laughs> Appreciate you. Yeah, Thought we were a, a team. We were until you did this to me. <laughs> you said it was a good idea. <laughs> I said, you're a great director. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, so do you have any, we literally picked this topic like yesterday. Don't tell them that. (laughs) Do you have any ideas for what you want to do yet? Like any concrete ideas? Don't, don't say what they are. I want it to be a character transformation piece, mostly because I just want to cut my hair again after we get done filming everything we need to film so I can get rid of this, you know, (laughs) monstrosity that is my hair. It looks good. Everybody likes it, but I've been bald since I was like 14, and (laughs) it drives me up the wall. I've got an itchy beard. I I just want to, you know, I'm convinced that the first shot needs to be a close-up of me shaving my head taxi driver style in the bathroom. I can dig it. Yeah. The sound of the buzzer would be neat. Not the mohawk, but the full shave, because you would get that cool buzzer inside of the... Mm why is he shaving his head now we have an a (laughs) what happened to this character to where he feels the need to shave his head how does that connect to the cemetery and the industrial station how does all of this turn into an abc i don't know team you're gonna have to wait until january 31st which is the deadline (laughs) (laughs) but to uh uh counter my might shoot the whole fucking thing in black and white yeah, it's not your not your choice. You've given yeah, me an assignment. You can't write that in the script. That's not part it's of the script. It's a 20s script. black and white. That's not part of the script. You don't get to make that decision. What if I make it the title? You can film it. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that, sir. No, that's next month's challenge. 
I don't procrastinate everything I do, though. I did, um, Brett and I really? had... Brett and I had a discussion, and we've already figured out what the final project for the year is going to be. Yes. So, I'm either behind or 12 months ahead. <laughs> There's no <in> <laughs> should be the name of your memoir. I'm either behind or 12 months ahead. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, we've got, a. Uh, because this is our, yeah, it's January 1st in real time while we're recording this. We've got a, a lot of big plans for the future and what we're going to do with the company. So the final assignment for the year is going to be a pretty cool one. It's going to be pretty solid. It, like the dolls, is based off of a story that has already been released. I just have to fine-tune that story to screenwriter ways. <laughs> I was on, uh, speaking about the new year, I was on... Uh, our Facebook page earlier, which is facebook.com slash nightmareboxproductions. Mm-hmm. Not um, youtube.com slash Kristen Pennington? No, no. I was on the Facebook, not the YouTube. Uh, not Instagram.live slash UK? <laughs> Definitely <Yeah>. not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the... Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, give the Instagram, but it was like, I have no fucking idea how that's even formatted. <laughs> <laughs> so the cover photo for our Facebook page yeah. is the bloody script of the dolls with your book laying on top of it. And I clicked on it for whatever reason today and the caption on it is released a book check uh released a film check we're coming for you 2019 yeah. and i was like holy shit we uh started a company and moved across the country in 2019 God damn so right we did 2020 2020 is about to catch this dick that's <laughs> <laughs> to be our bitch <laughs> starting it off with a short film in a podcast that is just meandering at this point around i i, I thought you had so much more silent film knowledge because <laughs> you write so just... big so the page looks so full i was like she's gonna be like we got a solid half hour on the silent film industry i have nothing like <laughs> i couldn't outside of the edison killing an elephant i was like charlie chaplin did a couple of them i think and i think i saw some of those and... And there was the silent film where, like, the front of the house fell off and, like, there was the window in the attic and the, he was standing right there. So when it fell, it fell past him. But I can't remember that guy's oh, name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do you know what you're talking about. That's all I have. Um, but we filmed today just to catch some sort of a topic, part two. <laughs> We've been talking about a bunch of topics. I know. We're, 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 you, know. you can't have chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> we did film today. We, um... I should not openly be admitting that on the podcast, considering the film should be out already. <laughs> yeah, today was the initial deadline, but you've got six days from now. To... Yeah, so we wrapped part of filming today. There's a day sequence and a night sequence in ours, and um, we finished off all of the day shots today. Yeah. Hopefully, assuming I don't go to edit this and realize I... Missed a day shot. Screwed everything up. Um, <laughs> there might be some continuity errors with the uh, table. With the amount of beer that, that just beer drink, or Brett drinks, the amount of beer that beer drinks, <laughs> the amount of beer that Brett drinks might uh, forever be changing in all of the scenes. <laughs> oh, I mean, I drink a lot of beer, so I, I feel it's believable. I just also feel like we should have just kept putting all of my beers on the table, so by the end it's a pyramid that would have fucking leveled the ceiling. Yeah, but the... we're not shooting in order, so it wouldn't have worked out like as the film was going on. It, It'd no. just be like in one scene you had 20, and yeah, in one scene you had five. It would have been five. the most manic thing that's ever been shot day one of shooting I go we should take a picture of the table for continuity reasons and Kristen goes no we got this (laughs) (laughs) we did not 
<laughs> we had to keep referencing back to your tiny little screen on your camera. Like, okay, so this looks like it might be over. But uh, well, now we know for next time. But we covered some day shots today, which means we did a lot of filming today. We had one shot in particular that <laughs> oh, <no>. kicked <laughs> us both in the nuts. The and then we had one where film. Kristen basically looked at me and said, you need to figure out how to walk through objects. Because <laughs> <laughs> she, she was like right next to me. She's like, you need to walk past me. And I was like, well, unfortunately, <laughs> I don't weigh 25 pounds. <laughs> you did it though, didn't you? Didn't you? Yeah, after you backed up six inches so I could get my leg past you. You're like, you need to look. And I was like, look like I'm not scooting past the camera, just sticking my dick in the lens and fucking continuing on my path. <laughs> this is what I am as an actor. Brett, put the book back in the stocking. Take the book out he of the stocking. so fucking annoying. Put the book back in the stocking. Like, Take it out of the stocking. I need to refocus. It's like, how many times you got to focus? I've been Every focused time. this entire time. <laughs> Every time. I kept moving because it was like a moving shot. So I had to refocus every time. <laughs> you were making my life harder. So... I had to refocus mid-shot. Yeah. So there. You're like, go sit in the chair. And I was like, cool. And then half an hour, I'm still sitting in the chair. You're moving the lights three inches at a time. Well, you know, that's well, probably but, that's probably going to be a continuity error. I can't imagine that the lighting is going to match up I was thinking that shots. in real time. I was sitting there like, well, uh, the lights were on a minute ago, and the lights are off now. So well, there's a method to the It's madness. manic. It might it might be over a couple of days. You guys don't know how long this story takes to unfold. It may look like it happens in a single evening. Fuck I'm that. not as worried about the night shots being as consistent just because of the nature of the night shots. Yeah. So with that, I feel like I can get away with it being a little more like, what just happened? Yeah. Well, so. that's the point of the story is that the, the night part is the most important part. And yeah. It is a more manic yeah, so I was thinking that because uh, all of the night shots are with my colored gels and the day shots are just regular uh, lit day shots. Yeah. I was thinking that because I kept moving the lights everywhere and like changing the way they were like lighting things. And I was like, none of this is going to look very consistent. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm okay with it. It's a homework assignment. The concept is to learn from it. They're not supposed to be the things we send off to the festivals. These are the the stepping stones. We've got a very tight schedule, a very short film. Why? I only know one other director that I'm in contact with who bangs out a short film a month, and he's got a whole crew, but he's in Australia. So, after, yeah. I'll show you later. Okay, but I was like, I have no idea who I you're I think his about. name is Dan Black, but I'd have to look. He, he does, like, Australian horror films, and he'll spend his weekend in a park smoking weed with his friends, and they'll, like, write a five-minute horror film and shoot yeah. it, and he directs those and sends them off to, like, Australian festivals. I'll get his name, and I'll tell you guys on yeah, you know, next episode if you send me an email at... Nightmareboxproductions at gmail. <laughs> <laughs> um going back to the whole future of the company though and talking about the lighting issues i've been yeah. having though we did um that's a cool new fact we did get hit up by the Christians. cool 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 <laughs> we did get hit up by the company that makes the lights that i use and they uh liked one of our shots that i posted on our instagram and uh, you know just kind of reached out i've been communicating with them so that's been fun um 
another reason to do these assignments and you know even if it's not the best work you've ever done um i don't think this film's going to be the best film i've ever done um it's just cool to get that practice get that exposure and then also um we're obviously catching other people's attention because the site is booming and the yeah. the company that makes my lights likes me <laughs> oh, we're gonna so we're gonna try to get a sponsorship from them as well yeah we'll see how that goes I just like some free gear. <laughs> I'd like to not have to pay for my gear. But, uh, I mean, it's proof that, you know, when you, you work hard, even whenever it doesn't always feel like it, there are benefits to be reaped, as Brett adds background noise to me talking. <laughs> you started a dishwasher. I uncorked and poured you a wine. I started a dishwasher an hour ago. I didn't, I didn't think it'd still be running. It's not... Not my fault. <laughs> Can't but, blame me. What were you saying? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> but what was that? I'm sorry. Uh, the star of the show, the actor, was missing from the room. And uh, frankly, there was not enough attention. <laughs> Speaking of, thrown though. Thrown in my direction. <laughs> Speaking of, though. Um, now that you've done, or now that we've done most of the film, what are your thoughts on uh, having to act? I don't like it. <laughs> you're not having fun not a, not a fan of actors not a fan of acting I, I, it doesn't feel as authentic Crystal was like pretend to be asleep in your chair and I was like I've done this a bunch <laughs> stand up walk over there okay now do the same thing seven different times and it's like I can you cry on cue if I need you to cry on I, cue I spend most of my life crying <laughs> on the inside I, I just That's not convincing at all. <laughs> you don't know how I cry. That could have been very convincing. I have a ridiculous laugh. Why can't I have a ridiculous cry? Makes you think that I'm not the same fucked up individual. When I start crying. It's my... When I start laughing. You realize you've done this to yourself, though. Uh, I have to film it, so you're probably going to have to act in almost all of them. Yeah, so. no, you're you acting in some of them. We're, you getting, we're, we're hooking up you up on a tripod. We're learning, we're doing a whole month on tripod shots. <laughs> all tripod shots. No moving camera. <laughs> Complete single cam, still shots. I actually did not put the, I mean, we're not done yet, but I didn't put the camera on a tripod once for this film. No. It, it has all been uh, either Shoulder rigs and handhelds, yeah. yeah. So... I'm curious how it's all going to come together. I may need my uh, stabilization in post a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you fucked yourself on that because you didn't leave yourself a lot of time. It might just be a shaky film. No, it's a, there's a, I use Adobe Premiere Pro and there's like literally a thing where you can be like, hey, stabilize oh, this really? shot for me. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like scene by scene. That you'd... Well, it is, but uh, it only takes it depending on how big the footage is, like a few minutes to render it. So I That's can awesome. stabilize that shit all I want. Thank you very much. <laughs> the problem is if it's a super shaky scene, it tends to kind of warp the way the footage looks a bit. So it only works if uh, it's relatively stable and it's just like minimal like your hands kind of drifting a bit yeah. or whatever so uh it's not ideal if you're just out here whipping your camera everywhere <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't recommend that oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're, you you don't want to be a famous actor now though not no, switching I, professions. I, I think i've done everything that i need to do to prove myself to be the most proficient actor of all time i showed up on time i wore the same shirt i did what i was told 
you did wear the same shirt, and I appreciate that, because uh, we've shot three separate times now, I think, and the second day I didn't even think to look at what you were wearing, <laughs> so I am so glad that you've thought on your own yeah. I should put that shirt back on. My, my pants looked a little rough today, because I've got little dirt stains I didn't notice until this afternoon, um, but... They're day shots after the manic night shots, so it could work because the whole thing was kind of like a blackout that leads to the day shot. Yeah. Brett's out here just crawling in the dirt in the night. <laughs> Trying to fix the heater in my Jeep before we get fucking <laughs> snowed in this weekend. Oh, we should have done that today. No, we, I've been trying to do it for like three days now, and I just I can't fucking fit my hand in this. I told you I'd, I'd see if my hand's fit. I have to pull the passenger seat out to get to where I need to get to. Well, that it, sounds like a you problem. Yeah, it is. A me problem. <laughs> uh, it would be less of a me problem if some fucking jackass didn't steal my tools that had all of the shit that I needed to pull out oh, my passenger hey. seat. <laughs> I've got like a very basic socket set and oh. one screwdriver, and I'm trying to fix my Jeep with. As opposed to the like 90 pounds worth of gear that I had where I could be like, well, I got a tool for that. I didn't mean to make this so sad. I'm no, sorry. No, no, you've done it now. <laughs> maybe, that's what, maybe that's what the film is. Silent film. Brett goes vigilante and tries to find the jackass who stole his fucking tool back. No, this is not a true crime film. So could be. no. I could go kill the person for inspiration. No. No? No. Don't say that into a recording. Probably not. Eh, fuck it. <laughs> well it's got bigger problems hello nsa yeah we're sending marines to iraq for god knows what fucking reason. <laughs> silent films though <laughs> or the show notes when you need them yeah you know who else is silent <laughs> Muammar Gaddafi. why is that guy dead oh no, I'm, god. <laughs> I'm launching a second podcast for you that i don't have to be on where you can do this yeah. stuff so long as you don't launch drones into libya without declaring a why war are you doing this to me? i have no show notes either you fed me chocolate <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's so, like there's gonna be a whole history lesson about silent films so well um because it's two totally different concepts though like whenever you're writing a story where you don't have much spoken dialogue do you lean more on the internal dialogue to kind of convey the mood i think or? i i think i tend to lean in on the scene more than um internal dialogue like i don't have a whole paragraph in italics where it's like holy fuck i need to get to the drugstore in time to pick up my percocet like it's more likely to be like he raced his car down the street and I describe a bunch of things that happened and then skid into the drugstore parking lot. Like, So this should be an easy challenge for you then. What are you bitching about? <laughs> because I can't include any of the internal dialogue. If I need two sentences of internal dialogue to make the rest of it make sense, I've been robbed of my two make sense of it internal dialogue. Use visual aids. Yeah, it would be like saying he went to the drugstore as opposed to he went to the drugstore for Percocet. It completely changes the character in that one sentence. Yeah, but like think Zombieland when he's describing his dead son, but he keeps referring to his dead son as a puppy. So they yeah. show all these shots of him playing with the puppy and then later you see all the same shots, but it's the baby. Yeah, now imagine that transition without any dialogue and you might see my problem. <laughs> you can do it. I believe in you. You don't get to see him wiping the tears with the money. 
<laughs> I don't have money for you to wipe your tears with. Uh, I'm poor out here. Oh, we're getting sad again. Right, it's 2020. First episode is a uh, bit of a bastard. If you know what I'm saying so myself. Well, I had a hangover today, so <laughs> I, I don't know what you expected. I apparently had a low laying one because two beers in, and I was like, holy fucking God. I don't know what you expected from me. <laughs> Nothing but pure brilliance, my love. Um, I'm going to name my memoir Low Expectations. That's perfect. <laughs> Instead of Great Expectations. That's perfect. I've got a couple of memoir titles. <laughs> Low Expectations. <laughs> That's going to be the story of my life. I almost did it. The Kristen Pennington story. <laughs> Day late, the dollar short. The Kristen Pennington story. A week and a half late and a dollar short. <laughs> a week and a half late if we're lucky. I can't tell you guys mine because I'm literally writing a flash fiction book with that title. So, I... Yeah, yours is good though. I like yours. Mine's really good. <laughs> it's been done by zero people. I don't have enough interesting things to say to write a memoir. <laughs> I've lived a weird life. <laughs> Maybe I'll just show you a bunch of weird clips as my yeah. memoir. But, um... Uh... What? I don't know. This podcast is a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's can't all, all be winners. No, no. <laughs> we can't all be winners. The Brett Bloom and Kristen Pennington story. <laughs> that's it. That's the fucking... That's the title of the memoir. We, we write about our careers. We, you know, they can't all be winners. <laughs> Some people just had too little faith in themselves. <laughs> the Brett Bloom. <laughs> Can't all be winners is definitely the title of this podcast. <laughs> oh, I'm for it. <laughs> oh, thought it was gonna be so structured. God damn it! Do you have any? No, it's not structured. It's uh, the, the the holidays have just burned out my goddamn brain cells. It, my work um, doesn't make any goddamn sense. My life doesn't make any goddamn sense. We moved all the way to fucking Montana. I, I'm so tired. We slept for like 13 <laughs> fucking hours. Uh, uh, note to the listener, uh, we watched the ball drop <coughs> in New York City, which happened 10 o'clock our time, and then we went to bed. And we didn't even make it to midnight last night, <laughs> and we are still hungover. I got up at like 11. Yeah, we drank from like... Six to ten, more than you probably drank all your goddamn weekend. We get fucking ripped and we're brain dead. <laughs> we're so exhausted, we but so we're... they can't all be winners. <laughs> they can't all be winners. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm going to go smoke some weed, like make some chicken and uh, get even more drunk and then go clean shit out of kennels tomorrow and... Write a silent film. I guess. <laughs> you got anything for the people? No. No. This, this is like watching Dale Earnhardt die in reverse. This is. <laughs> I, I thought this was gonna go so smoothly. And it didn't. What episode has ever gone smoothly? No, no, but, I, but that I had them... the show notes and you had chocolate. No. <laughs> Which episode have we ever done that way has ever gone well? Well, because you normally, like, 
when I have show notes, I expound upon my show notes. When you have show notes, you're like, and here's a fact. And I'm like, that is an interesting fact. And then here's another fact. I did expound. A quiet Place is not on What here. is the jazz singer about? A Quiet is it, Place is not on What here. is the jazz singer about? It's a Jewish dude who Of course it's a family, Jew. No. Who disappoints his family and he wants to be a jazz singer and he does blackface. What? Yeah. A Jew who does blackface? <laughs> How did that not come up? Uh, That's the... Okay, tell me about the... I'm here. I'm here. A Jew does blackface. I've never watched it. Almost a hundred years ago. Think about how far divided we are from the current goddamn culture where if I were to walk into a place and be like, so a Jew in blackface walks into a bar, you would be like, here comes the most racist joke I've ever heard. Back then, like, that was a common thing that white actors would do blackface because... The Jews Com- hadn't all been killed yet. No. And blackface was no longer like a funny prank to play at your frat party. Well, black people were still being suppressed back then. So, yeah. like, well, not that they're not today, but you know what I mean. I mean, a, um, a lot shitload worse back then <laughs> than today. For but, sure. yeah, like, companies didn't want to hire black actors, so um, they still would have don't. white people put... <laughs> shut up. They would they would have white people put on black makeup, so that was, like, significantly more yeah. common back then. Like, white people so would what's play... what's your name? He's like, Denzel Washington. <laughs> So yeah, white people would play black actors. I don't. That's not. I mean, he he was white in most of the film. I think there's like two singing sequences. Is where he, he Jewish in those sequences? I don't know because I've never seen it. But I know he closes the film. Sweetheart, no, you, he closes. You, that was the, the most anti-Semitic thing you ever said. I was like, was he a Jew in those sequences? I don't know. And it's like, no, he is a Jew. Like, well, I don't know if the real guy is Jewish. a Jew or if the character is a Jew. I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. If... I thought you were saying a Jewish guy put on blackface. No, the but... character is Jewish. I don't know if the actual. Gotcha. Actor was. That changes the entire yeah. situation. I thought the jazz singer was just a dude in blackface, and the no. guy in blackface was Jewish. No, the character is a, a Jewish character. Oh, okay, who cool. Wants to break away from his family's traditions and like wants to be a jazz singer, and they're all like disappointed in him. And. I, I know he doesn't do blackface the whole film. I know it's at least two separate sequences. I don't know why he does blackface because I haven't seen it. But probably uh, to play the trumpet better. I read though. No, I read though that the final number that he sings in the movie is called "My Mammy," and he sings Ooh. it in blackface. I was like, Ooh, probably didn't stand up to time very well. Can we remake that one in twenty twenty seven? No. Just, no, we cannot. <laughs> just, just an homage to the first talkie, "My no. Mammy." No. <laughs> I'm not trying to get pitchforked to death. It's been fun, my love. But you brought can't up Jews. No, you brought up no, can't all be winners. You brought up Jews and blackface at the very tail end, and that's not my fault. And um, so you can find us over on Facebook at facebook.com slash nightmareboxproductions. <laughs> you might find Brett's body floating down a river shortly. <laughs> we go over to fucking Instagram. At Nightmare Box Productions. Or tweet the twat at... At Nightmare Box Pro. Or go to YouTube.com slash Kristen Pennington. Or hopefully YouTube.com slash Nightmare Box... Productions. Productions. Soon. Soon. And, uh... <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> I, I will say that into the podcast. <laughs> What's the... What else do we do? The nightmarebox.blog. <laughs> the nightmarebox.blog. You'd see the dolls up in the top right-hand corner. Catch Madman Diaries in the bottom right-hand corner. I'm going to go, you know, feed this alcoholic before she stabs me to death. But... <laughs>
Uh, I'm the alcoholic. (laughs) 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 It's all falling apart. I love you, sweetheart. I love you. And I love you guys. Oh, we'll talk to you on Friday.